Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the autumn of 1944, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolt struggled in their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Antipathetic Confederacy. When we last left our villains, Billingsley had been recovering from his wounds. But I'm back. Geist had been thoroughly in charge. As I always am. Nev had shot down Thomas. Oh, it's all just so delightful, don't you think? And Zeta Squad had just returned to base. I like bases. Why is he still working with us? That is good question. You'd think we'd go for more efficiency. I like fish in the sea. Uh, Let's listen in as those unmelodious members of SCAR plan their next move. What is our next move, oh esteemed leader? We have Brassy Battalion on the defensive, lost and confused, and their petty infighting will spell their doom! (laughs) (laughs) We're done with the cackling, then. It's just not the same without Volker. But we shall remedy that situation soon enough. You plan to reacquire the heavy soup consumer? His benefit to the society for the continuation of aggression and ruination is negligible. He was one of us. Oh, that can't be it. If I were in prison, you'd leave me to rot in a heartbeat. Perhaps I just don't like you. Everyone likes me. I assure you, everyone does not. That moustache. So pretentious. I agree. What would he do if he caught Dixie? Tie her to railroad tracks? While wearing a top hat and cape, most likely. <laughs> My moustache is distinguished. You are all just uncultured simpletons. Uncultured simians! I think she has feelings for Volker. <laughs> hmm. Yes, possibly. I see the same madness in her eyes as I see in yours. I will peel the skin from your bones and feed it to the dogs. I will remove your spleen and fry it up for dinner. I like dinner. Honestly, at this point, I'm wondering if I've shacked up with the wrong chaps. Enough! We are villains, evil villains, and we will behave as such. And I suggest you all remember that. You could do to act more like Nebulon. Two thousand. Nebulon two thousand. You smelly broken fool. See? That is what I'm talking about. That is true villain right there. I am robotically robust in every way. Yes, yes, well, enough of all this yelling and smooching and wooing. If there is evil to be done this day, then let us do it. Righto. 
What are our assignments? Billingsley will take his plane to the army base in California, to where Volker is being held, and liberate him from captivity. Is he really worth our time? The only thing he ever made that worked was that ray gun, and Dixie has that. Maybe those savages were right. Maybe she does care for him. I do not give a flying fadoodle about Volker! Fadoodle? <laughs> I like fadoodle. Fadoodle, fadoodle, fadoodle. Well, then why send us after him? Because he is weak in mind, body, and spirit, and he knows too much. If he talks, he could compromise every aspect of our operations. Very well, you make a fair point. With the brassy alloy on my plane, I can be there as quickly as I can get in the air. I'm going with you. What? Well, your plane seats too. And you could use a backup. Someone to watch your six. Preposterous! As if some lowly American GIs could get the drop on one good Sir Reginald Billingsley. The plan is sound. Nev will accompany you. Curses foiled again. There he goes again. I'll be tied to those trucks any moment now. Quit it, you mental defectives. Ooh, you haven't said that one in a while. I know, it felt good. Beans are for weaklings. Now, is there an assignment for the rest of us? Or shall I head to the kitchen in search of cake? No more cake for you. I disagree with your negative attitude. Do not make me pugilize you. Seriously, the bickering just needs to stop for just a couple of minutes. Can we do that, children? Thank you. Nebulon. 2000. We'll lead the troops and the remainder of Zeta Squad out to recover the beast. It will be brilliantly savage! It will be savagely brilliant! It will be suicide! We are trained in hand-to-hand fighting, pistols and rifles and the piloting of armed aircraft, not the capture of wild monsters! We might as well try to stop a freight train with a feather! What? Did he just... No, wait. Walter? Really? I like Walter. You are Walter. That's why I like him. <laughs> yes, well, that was odd. Regardless, you will have the full might of the scarred troops behind you. Oh, yes, because that is comforting. They couldn't capture a rabbit if they had a, a, a rabbit trap with a rabbit bit. Set up in Rabbit Town! You are still no good with the banter. Well, I'm trying! Geist is right! Enough of this silly organic nonsense! We have missions to accomplish! Hellscar! And now, a word from our sponsor, the Umket Civil Defense Watch. Something every man, nay, something every man or woman, nay, something every American should know about. And know about it they shall. In these tough times in which we live, we're experiencing a rebirth of the traditional American spirit of independence. These are tough times? Yes, and the finest example of our independence is Umket Civil Defense. <gasps> Civil Defense? That sounds good. Times are tough, so help them get better. Join Umket Civil Defense, follow our instructions to the letter. Folks from all over the country are joining Umket Civil Defense. Because they know that it's the best way to keep safe? Why, for sure, for sure. There are a lot of things out there just waiting to do us harm, and America must remain strong. Best way. Strong America. Strong. Brawny. Beefy. 
If a possible enemy realizes we cannot be panicked and are prepared to meet any disaster, he's gonna think twice before attacking. Enemies, think twice. They will. We cannot be panicked. We have to prepare for anything. And that's not all. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't get civil defense is important in times of natural disaster, too. I forgot about natural disasters. Don't panic. Nature, nature, nature with us. She shouldn't be messing. One day we'll blow her up and teach her a lesson. None of us are immune to the possibility of flood or fire. Oh no! Tornado, hurricane. Nature has so many ways to kill us. Earthquake, mudslide. We're doomed. Sinkhole, avalanche. When will the madness stop? How will the madness stop? Well, listen. Many of your friends and neighbors have already discovered that Umket civil defense is one of the most important parts of their lives. Family and spirituality be darned. Yes, that's right. Those are no good to you if you're dead. There's so much to fear. Sometimes it's also scary when you don't know what to do. Just turn to Uncle Umket, he's the one to pull you through. And how to join your friends and neighbors by joining the Umket civil defense watch. Friends, neighbors. Watch! Be part of a search and rescue team or the auxiliary police! Rescue the police! Learn to care for yourself and your family by learning first aid! First, aid your family! Keep emergency supplies on hand to learn what to stock and where to stock it! Put supplies in your hands! Uh, you okay there, fella? Don't panic! Don't panic! Don't panic! Right! <laughs> well, remember, alert today, alive tomorrow! There's so much to be scared of, but don't take my word for it. Hello. I am the Dean. Of learning. Yes, of learning. Don't interrupt. Sorry. You did it again. Sorry. Now quit it. Yes, I am the Dean of learning and of many a mainstay of higher education. And I'm here to tell you that if you're not scared out of your knickers, you're not paying attention. Nazis! Bombs! Zombies! Vampires! Meteors! Aliens! Murderers! Thieves! Werewolves! Mummies! Broken stairs! Faulty springs! Heathens! Communists! Monsters! Ghouls! Cats and dogs! Leaves! Leaves? Poison ivy, my good man. (gasps) Dear Lord in heaven, we're all going to die! Yes, but no. That Dean, he has an answer for everything. He's so smart, trust him to keep us safe. He'll know what to do and put us in our place. The Umkhet Civil Defense Watch is our only hope to keep the home front safe from all manner of threats to national security. Even disgruntled robots. Especially disgruntled robots. Learn all the skills you need to fight any disaster, even the most unholy of robot uprisings. Hello, this is the Dean. The ah! Where can we sign up? We must do our part. Sign up at any local Umket Civil Defense watch station near you. And if you're lucky, Uncle Umket will even allow you to hand over half your monthly salary to him to show your appreciation for his ability to keep you safe like none other. Safe like none other. You can't be the deal like that. No, you cannot. Or if you could, I would know, because I am the Dean. Whew, I'm glad that's settled. We now return our program. As Nebulon needs a... <laughs> As Nebulon 2000 leads a team of SCAR hooligans into the leafy jungle. This way, my exquisitely perfect senses detect the beast up ahead. 
head. Of course it's up ahead. The tracks clearly lead this way. Even this one arm. What the footrack this beast? I do not need two arms to track play. I was merely trying to compliment you. Stick to insults, you miserable excuse for a soldier. You miserable example of idiotic perfection. I like perfect soldiers. Oh, would you look at that? Love on the battlefield. Co-workers, colleagues, comrades and lovers, you'll see. I told you it could be done. Yeah, yeah. Silence your annoying vocal cord vibrations. I detect... <gasps> Run! I like living. Fruits attack! <laughs> Oh, not sissing again. Oh, it thinks we're tasty. Oh, Von says. Oh, go on, you flatter me. The SCAR troopers attacked with all their Nazi might, but they were no match for the beast. And not as good of shots as Esmeralda. And all too soon, many of them became a beastly brunch. Eventually, the beast had its fill, and like any wild creature after a long meal, settled in for a long nap. Uh, 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 oh, where's the only two left? It ate all the others. Oh my, how convenient for us. Now, Victor Squad, secure our prey. Quickly and carefully, Zeta Squad secured the beast and bound it tightly in rope. Though so deep was its slumber that it did not wake even when Walther tripped and elbowed it in its one remaining eye. Sorry, Herr Beastie. With one swift motion, Nebulon... Two thousand! ...hoisted the mammoth beast into the air and began wheeling it back to the pyramid that served as the SCAR base of operations. Another success for the forces of SCAR! No thanks to you. Oh, well, no thanks to you either. Let's see how their compatriots are faring. With a shimmer and a sparkle, Billingsley's modified Fock Wolf 190 geo-slipped into the Southern California sky. Success! We've arrived! I think I might whoop again. Honestly, Ooh. Nev, if you want to be evil, you've got to learn to hold your lunch. I, I think I missed that in, in the Scar <clears throat> handbook. I'll keep that in mind. See that you do! Oh, goodness. Set down a short way from the base, and we'll make our way there on foot. Billingsley landed his plane a short way from the base, and he and Nev made their way there on foot. I already said that. Arriving at the base, it was no trouble at all for them to incapacitate a few unsuspecting American G.I. <laughs> You're going to start twirling that moustache any time, aren't you? Any minute now. I shall resist. Donning the American soldiers' uniforms, they snuck into the base and made their way to Volker's cell. Oh, lead the way, chum. Onward! Gave him no soup, 
No, not one can. Oh, woe with me. I say, oh, woe with me. Alone and aghast. Soupless and friendless. Misery, my only companion. Solitude, my only... Shh. Oh, what's that? Is, is someone there? Do I have a visitor? Father? Father, is that you? No, no. Verdi! Verdi, you've come for me! I knew it! You do love me! You've come for your poor, helpless vulture it's and... me, you idiot! I've come to liberate you! Oh, happy day! I have so much to catch up on, so much soup to dine on, so many things to experiment on. You must... You came alone? I only wish. I desire to, but Geist said that... Eh? Where's Nev? Nev is with you? Where? You know, I haven't seen a woman in ages. I, I used to find Vrenny fetching, you know, until she got on uppity and revealed herself with a head of scar. What is with that? Shh. Oh, lockpicks. Very nice indeed. Quickly, we must... You're not going anywhere. Oh, hello there, Nev. You really look quite fetching in that military uniform and... Why are there American troops with you? Don't let them escape. Nev and the American soldiers fought valiantly, but Billingsley and Volker had perfected the Weasley art of escape. And escape they did. Out a side door, down the path, and over the outer wall. Run, run, run! Well, I am trying, you know, but I'm a bit out of shape. Difficult to exercise. Trapped in a cell, and... Just run! And before anyone could catch up to them, Billingsley and Volker rose into the sky. And vanished. Back at Brassy Battalion's home, away from home, things were progressing nicely. Boy, howdy. Lily's cousins sure are efficient. They are indeed most capable at their tasks. Neighboring villages are getting the assistance needed. The hangar is being repaired. The... Uno momento. Archibald Weathersby speaking. Yes. I see. That is disturbing, disheartening, and dismaying. Thank you for passing along the information. Muchas gracias. What's wrong, Archie? What is it? It seems Scar has made a precision surgical strike at an army base in California. What? And Volker has been liberated. Manumitted mountebank! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. Now I see what Bill was laughing about last episode. Mark Saracor as Frank McGuff. You think he knew ahead of time what was going to happen here in the present time? Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. My calculations were merely correct, you see. It was time for another villain episode. A chance for us to shine. Since when do villains shine? Oh, fine then. It was a chance for us to sully your shine. I ain't shiny. <laughs> Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. I should have deduced and deductified. Deductified? At a loss for words, are you? Flustered, mightn't you be? Oh, go stroke your mustache and cackle. (laughs) 
Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. And I fix, and I tinker, and I tinker, and I fix. I almost think I work more in the episodes I'm not in. Scott Vinicombe as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. <laughs> That's just fine, son. Just fine. We ain't got time to be in these episodes. There's villages that need a saving. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. And food that needs a eating. Don't look at me like that. We gotta keep our strength up. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Strength? I might be dead again. I mean, might be dead again, not might be dead again, as in I died before. What has become of me? Turnabout is so very delicious. Perry Whittle as Benedict Ederchenko. Dead? Nyet, comrade. If you were dead, you would be not in the credits. You reckon? I hope so. I don't want to die again. I've died in every show. I think Raider likes to toy with audience. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go down that path. You're likely to end up with three arms on the missing face if you keep that up. What does that mean? I I have no idea. It's the stupidest line I've ever read. I would never write something like that. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. You sure? You did some other stupid things. Oh, how would you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Humph. That helps. Ugh, I did kill this writer, man. First this Lily nonsense, and then I get the first line in the entire show. Catherine Pride as Geist. Want to kill the writer? Join the club! I have something in common with you now. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that won't do. Never mind. Justin Dobby as Volker. Oh, say, can you see? I am free, 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 free. I am free to be out. And I'm free to be me. And I've got to be what I be. And that's me. And do not forget that I am free. And now I don't have the first line anymore. See? No problems. M. Sierra Garcia as Nev. Maybe the reason your lines are less than superior is because, as characters... You're so much less deserving than, say, a fascinating and beguiling woman of mystery. What's your deal, anyway? Oh, <laughs> you zoop-sucking Nazi? That would be telling. Mike Winters as Redoff Pelzer. What is this nonsense? We have no time for games! Era Pelodi as Ursula Unger. Even if we did, you couldn't play. You have only one arm! Ah! I hate you, woman! <laughs> David Alexander McDonald, that's Walter Falkenstein. I like ours so much that I have why. That's true. That moment of lucidity you had was startling. Two arms. You see, I'm dry. One, two. Oh, clearly a fluke. Elaine Barrett as the robot. I also have two arms, two robotic arms, and two robotic legs. Stop, stop. Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon 2000. Thus proving your inferiority, as they are no match for my mortalized wheel. Mm. 
Philip Weber as SCAR Trooper 1. I don't have a wheel for feet. David Alt as SCAR Trooper 2. And my legs aren't robotic. Oh, and our boss is a machine. We never get to have any fun. Kristen Bays as the Umket Triplets. Oh, listen to them whine. Whine, whine, whine. Silly villains. Jerry Crawford as the Dean. Hello, I am the Dean. And I'm here to tell you that the villains, and in fact this entire show, are very, very silly. And I've had enough. Good day. And Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Well, he's very smart, so what he says must be true. But does that mean... Do, do you think I'm silly? Ridiculously so. This is Seth sure. Stay tuned next time as things hit the rocks. Yes, like Thomas's plane. <laughs> Only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by the Umket Civil Defense Watch. And remember... Sometimes it's also scary when you don't know what to do. Just turn to Uncle Umket, he's the one to pull you through. Be a true patriot and join the Umket Civil Defense Watch today! Stay safe, America, and... Don't panic! Don't panic! Oof! Oof! Stupid, ridiculous pain in my ass! Bastard mother! This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2009, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Oof! Mm. Uh.